0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we look back on a busy night of top flight action. Rangers beat Hibs and then add Jack Simpson on a pre-contract from Bournemouth. Celtic drop Barkas again and beat Hamilton Ackies to stay 23 points behind. St Mirren battered Dundee United at Tannadice and there was a huge win for Motherwell in Dingwall. I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. Well no shortage of talking points tonight Gordon a jam packed night In the Premiership Some big games Rangers once again shown That they can get the job done At a difficult place And have a clean sheet Into the bargain Celtic Back to winning ways Against Hamilton Impressive results For Motherwell And St Mirren In there And a busy day in the transfer market as we see some interesting moves and I think there'll be a few other things to chat about along the way Yeah, good night last night of football, Gordon I've got to say um, terrific game at Easter Road Celtic and back to winning weights the most important result for us was the fact that Motherwell going up to Dingwall against Ross County had to get a result came from one behind got that result and the Levy train just keeps rolling on Certainly does. He's the man of the moment, isn't he? I mean, some of the the, the stats, the, the winning record he's putting together at the start of this run in charge mark is incredible. It is. Um, you know, for any manager in this league to put that kind of run together, we'd all be waxing lyrical about him. But for mm. David Martindale, for a number two to come in the job, sometimes you find that incredibly difficult. But it just keeps rolling on. And he's had this fit and proper person kind of hanging over his his head that must have concerned him which way that was going to go. It has been a fairy tale story for him. And do you know what? Right? You think that this show? I mean, clearly we give off the impression that it's well oiled, well prepped. Everyone knows exactly what's happening. I'm just going to. Sp- Bring this on you And I should have told you before it You are Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray You're going to get to do What they do on a Monday night Because What's we had that? a full fixture card Last night So why not Gordon DL Give us your result of the night My result of the night Must go to Motherwell at Ross County I think it was so important uh, Graham Alexander New manager in Needed his first win uh, Ross County down near the bottom Second bottom Motherwell third bottom it was a real, real important three points. So Motherwell for me. He's loyal, isn't he? Aye, I have always... to look. I have to go with Jim Goodwin and St Mirren up at Tanadice. What a result that was to bounce back after the weekend. Some unbelievable goals in there as well. So St Mirren for me. Gordon Deal, your goal of the night. Oh, there's a few contenders in there. Um, you know, I love the fact of Mugabe's uh, goal from the set play. I've got to say I thought Morelis' goal last night was terrific Good build up play again And a good finish Listen Morelis' goal was fantastic Great team move But for my, for me It's Ian Hart's at Dundee United mm. They lay back There was pace in it To reverse that into the top corner What a strike Goalie didn't even move for it And your howler of the night Gordon Deal What are you going for? You're not going to believe this boys But I am going to pick on the referees tonight Yes, unfortunately First time for everything And uh, the referee, Kevin Clancy At Easter Road I think we will have maybe two hours of talking Debate tonight about it Morelos was it a red card And obviously Rangers will back that by saying Well, was McGregor's a red card So I think Kevin Clancy got a couple of decisions wrong 
For me It's got to be Either Ross Laidlaw Or Liam Kelly I don't know which one They were very similar um, I'll go for Laidlaw Because he He let they lose back the game. in Yeah they lose the game Because I thought There was two howlers From the goalkeepers Right okay 01419511025 It was a full fixture card Which means you simply Must have something On your mind Most of the teams Um that involve our fan base here on the phones Would have been involved last night I'm sorry for you at lower league clubs Who are not involved at the moment But get in touch Let us know what is on your mind Celtic back to winning ways What about that Barcast situation Just a few weeks ago He was given the vote of confidence He's the number one Needs a run of games Now he's been dropped What do you make of it? Rangers fans The winning run just goes on and on Alfredo Morelos um, Never far from the headlines He was heavily involved last night as well So get all your thoughts in On the phones Or on Twitter Stephen Gerrard says They were made to work hard for the win last night But thinks they deserved the three points He's also praising the defensive record After a 20th Premiership clean sheet of the season Yeah, extremely pleased It's always a tough fixture coming here You've got good players, good team I said that uh, prior to the game And um, we were made to work extremely hard for our victory But Having said that, I thought we thoroughly deserved it. Thought we played with a lot of control first half, limited them to very few chances at home, and then I thought we went through the gears second half and really stepped it up. And we're going to take away exactly what we deserve. Really happy with the clean sheet. The boys have worked extremely hard. They've gave us a lot of focus and a lot of application uh, to achieve them clean sheets so far. We want to keep building on that. You know, we want that to be our base, our organisation, and our platform to go and win games from. Um, but to a man, they've stood up to put the bodies on the line. They've got blocks in, they've covered, they've won important headers, defended set pieces. Um, and Doyage and Nisbet are a challenge. They're a challenge, so um, you have to be focused and ready for that challenge. And, and the boys have, have really delivered um, from a defensive uh, performance tonight. What did you make of it last night, Gordon? Yeah, I, I think Stephen Gerrard would be absolutely delighted to come away from Easter Road. I thought Hibs were a lot better. They needed a performance after a disappointing result in the semi final. Of the uh, League Cup at the weekend uh, I thought it was a hard game um, But it was that one bit of quality If you're looking at Rangers The the passing, the movement And then Morelis obviously getting in for a finish And putting the ball in the back of net That was the difference between the teams If you're Hibs You're looking at the fact that You've got a young centre half That was absolutely schoolboy defending But take nothing away from Rangers as the manager says there, if you go away from home or even at home and you're getting clean sheet after a clean sheet, you've got the ability middle to front to go and win games. That's what they're doing. I mean, Mark, most people thought this league was done when Rangers beat Celtic at the turn of the year. But for those who didn't, they would say, well, well let's just wait and see January because need to go to Pitodri, need to go to Easter Road, need to go to Fir Park. Now, they drop points at Fir Park, obviously, but Celtic dropped their own points. Rangers go to Pataudry and win, go to Easter Road and win. There's more clean sheets. It just keeps going on and on. Yeah, I, I thought they were uh, particularly impressive last night. I mean, not at their sparkling best, and I don't think they have been at their sparkling best um, since they came back. Uh, but Ross County was... Oh, well, of course, sorry. Yeah, yeah, forgive me for that. Um, but I thought last night was a real... Gritty performance Real team performance I thought they had some Outstanding performances I thought Helander At the back uh, Was massive for them Against two good strikers As Steven Gerrard Just mentioned there Glenn Kamara In the middle of the pitch Outstanding Seems to get better and better This guy Week by week uh, And the goal they score Was terrific I mean To tick it off again With another clean sheet I know I keep Banging on about this Week after week But at beggar's belief sometimes You know you're coming up against top strikers Kevin Nisbet You know joint top scorer or whatever he is or He's high up in the ranks anyway You know Harley gets a sniff But they snuff him out And 
It goes on and on and on Steven Gerrard, Gary McAllister And the rest of the coaching team Must be absolutely thrilled How they're playing Scott is a Rangers fan From Broxburn What did you make of the game Last night Scott? How you doing guys First time caller Now I would, I would have phoned Months ago But this has been glorious With Celtic fans Going into meltdown So here we go anyway I just thought that last night The Rangers I mean I actually felt As if they kind of Controlled the game You know if they start to finish Obviously either cut a week Or a, a wee bit in between now, getting on to the Morales thing, now, it's, I, was he stupid? Of course he was. But see, the thing is, me personally, I think that's been a wee bit of kind of, how shall I put it, for want for a better word, a wee bit of vengeance because Porteous has got previous for trying to cripple Rangers players in the past. That's a, a bit of a strong accusation, Scott. Uh, just tone the language down slightly. It's, well, it's maybe tone it down, but I mean, if you remember, you know, he's trying to kind of, well, this is my words, he's tried to maim Morales the other year. He did it to Barisic last year. Now, granted, he got sent after it, and that challenge was wild. No, look, I, I, I get that, Scott, but we're talking maiming and crippling. I'm pretty sure Ryan Portes is not intending to do those things. I, I, get, I get where you're coming from, and you're using the, the sort of strong language to try and back up, so I get that point. So, alright, I mean, maybe I could have kind of chosen others to be even more carefully, eh, more carefully. But in saying that as well, I mean, to see the one thing that I felt was staggering last night, to see Darren McGregor, his interview after the game, so obviously that he was kind of quizzed on the Morales incident, and he basically says, look, you know, footballers, they know where they're kind of putting their feet, where they're putting their legs. Now, in saying that, McGregor done the exact same thing to Kamara on, uh, it was a touchline. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, whether it's been intentional, it's the same analysis, whether it's been intentional or no, only their players will know. But taking that, you know, taking that aside, I felt as if that Rangers, you know, have been absolute superb, you know, all season. And uh, another kind of quick point, the Rangers have conceded seven goals. I actually think that the record uh, across Europe for conceding the least amount of goals, I think possibly might have been Chelsea about 15 years ago. Well, they conceded 15 And I was wondering if the panel think that Rangers If they could possibly beat that record uh, Right, a couple of points in there then Let's work our way through them uh, Quite simply Should Alfredo Morelos have been sent off, Gordon? Yes, 100% Okay, I don't, I don't think there's any argument and I, 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 oh, 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 Believe me, there will be some no, argument no, Between now I, and 8 o'clock But what I'm saying is Scott's come on there with His points at the end are very, very good About the records and the, the clean sheets But you can't come on and make an excuse uh, for what happened in other games and Portis and whatever. Now, where I do think with Scott is, I I, I think it'd be very hard to defend him. I, look, I've said for day one, even when everybody in the summer was saying sell Morelos, I said you've got to keep him. He's a massive part of the squad. He's the kind of guy that can win your leagues, right? When he was going through the the barn spell, not scoring goals, I would I would have him in the team. I'm judging on Morelis last night. Forget what's happened in the past with Morelis and all the talk. Last night's game, is it a red card? Yes, it is. I think I gave Kevin Clancy my bloomer or whatever you want to call it <laughs> of, the, of the night. Right? Howler. Howler of the night because I do believe that if he's going to, if he, if he sends Morelis off, which he should have done, then I think mm. Darren McGregor is a very lucky guy as well. So you think they both should have been sent off? You think they were the same? Um, yeah, they looked the same to me, Gordon. Because D- Dan McGregor actually came out and admitted after it, so I don't know why he said, well, a player knows where he's putting his foot. So, 
you know, he's he witnessed the Morelis incident because it was him that actually went to the referee uh, right away, and I think that it was a sore one on Kamara. But I don't, I, I don't think you can defend the Morelis, and I can't understand the referee because he's looking right at it. Hmm. Oh, it's not. <laughs> I think anybody that watches the game can see that they're they're both you know dangerous tackles. You think they're both reds as well? Um, well, Morelos more than McGregor, but uh, listen, you can see the argument for McGregor. What's um, the difference between them then? If you think there's a slight difference, um, I just think there was there was more force and intent in Morelos's. If I'm being totally honest, um, I think the referees got a, a a perfect view almost. It's incredibly reckless again from Morelos. Um, and um, like Daz Let's not go over what he's done before Because everybody knows We'll be going around in circles He's got away with ones in the past Last night was as blatant as you will see And of course he goes on and scores the winner Now if you're talking about keeping Morelos And Daz is saying about or, or selling him I think Stephen Gerrard does have a big question On his hands in the summer with us Because Yes he does score the winner And he has scored goals this season But there is times this season That he could have cost Rangers And I know it's with hindsight And it didn't happen But what if Morelos did see red last night And he cost Rangers or down to 10 men What if at Tanadice he did see red Stephen Gerrard has got mm. a problem on his hands still He's tried to deal with Morelos in the past And he it seemed like he got out of his game I think this season has shown That it's still there And you'll never get it out of this guy's game And I wonder if the Rangers manager can risk that going into next season. Uh, so, Scott, you think that, that Darren McGregor was kind of hypocritical or whatever. So do you think they both should have been sent off? You, as a Rangers fan, you think Morelos should have been sent off as well? In a nutshell, aye. Okay. And what about Scott's other point about the defence quickly? Um, Listen, you've got again, you've got to say that it's possible. Seven goals up to this now were at the end of January. Oh, a couple of months to go. Like if you're looking in history and what's went on in this season alone, the first half of this season, mm. you've got to say it's it's got to be possible. They do not look like conceding goals at tough grounds, mm. away grounds, at home. You've got to say it's a possibility. Uh, thank you very much, Scott and Broxburn. This was Jack Ross's take on that incident that um, Scott was mentioning on the phone. Sorry, Carl, doesn't it? I mean, it's, it doesn't. You can ask me and I don't think my opinion is going to be any different to every single person that was here and every single person that watched it. It's, it's quite an easy one. It's, it, it should be a red card, but, but obviously it was missed by the match official. Because I wouldn't use it as an excuse for how we concede the goal because we, we defended brilliantly through the game and that was one lapse for us. So we um, you know, we should have defended the goal better irrespective of the player that scores the goal. Um, so I, I'm not going to point to that as an excuse for conceding the goal, but you know, I, I would point to the fact that you shouldn't be on the pitch, but I think that's played for everybody to see. And this was uh, Stephen Gerrard's response. I haven't had time to look at any of the instances from the game. I remember a few on both sides. But um, I'd rather talk about the performance and the level of it. There's another fantastic team goal. Alfredo will deserve the, the credit for finishing that off. Um, I took him off at the weekend to have him really fresh for tonight because I knew he would have had to do a lot of running. I knew we weren't going to come here to play a technical game. We wanted to really find the space. When we got into the final third, then show our stuff and our quality. So just give a little bit of me game plan away there. But the lads went out and executed it extremely well. But I think we deserve that team goal because of the application we've we've given to the game. I'm always looking for the little details to improve on. We had another couple of really good chances. 
Um, he was a little bit slow to get the second one off and the defender had time to come and cover. He had one cleared off the line in the first half. Joe Rebo had a chance to really drive into the box and score early on. So over the course of the game, we've had the best chances. We were the team that were really looking likely to go and win it. You know, this was a tough fixture. I think people would have been on the outside looking at this fixture as maybe one where we would have had a bit of a bump. But our performance deserve what we're taking away from here tonight. Maka is a Hibs fan on the line. What was your take on it last night? Well, I've heard various bits of media about um, that tackle last night and not one person apart from Gerard, uh, Stephen Gerrard and Kevin Clancy not one person has said that it, it shouldn't have been the send, sending off and like, that they haven't seen it um, obviously I get that people will say well how can I comment because I'm totally blind myself but I feel like Kevin Clancy and Gerrard may be in the same boat if they haven't seen if they say they haven't seen that um, that incident and I also want to just I also want to just give my support to Urban Welsh because Obviously, I listened to the the commentary last night, and he was on Hibernian TV, and he's been getting a lot of a lot of grief that you know a lot of people saying they've co- contacted Ofcom for what he said. And to be honest, I know that we can't obviously we're not going to what he said because you know it's hearsay, it's hearsay. But he hasn't said anything wrong, so I just wanted to put that point across. Um, and I just feel that there's always fallout when Hibs play Rangers, and and it just things just make it worse. And you know the players should need to take a res- bit of responsibility as well because they 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 help that falling out as well. They now, make well to be work. to be fair, Maka, that might be your take, and I ain't getting in the middle of Irvin Welsh versus Rangers. That that's for Hibs and Rangers to sort out, and I, I haven't heard it either. I'll, I'll admit to that. Um, what I've seen written down though is uh, certainly not the type of language that I would use, or I would be happy for people on this show to use, and and that's all my responsibility is. So you can. Feel free to, to think what, what you like about it But I, I certainly wouldn't want to Reflect that on here With my hands up to admit that I haven't actually um, Heard it for sure Maka is saying that Everyone basically thinks that, that, that it was a sending off last night Apart from Kevin Clancy I, I, I'm sure a few Rangers fans would disagree Gordon um, Well it'll be interesting to hear um, A few of them tonight If they can come on and make a case uh, Because everybody's got their opinion to do that uh, The Rangers manager didn't come out and say uh, You know definitely wasn't You know A red card Because he came out and said he didn't have time to see it Because he was very courteous By saying it was a cold night And he was trying to let the guys get home And up the road Is is, is that courteous or is that what they call the Arsene Wenger defence? I'm I'm, I'm giving him courteous I thought he was nice It was a a cold night and the boys want it home So Stephen Gerrard being a nice guy Come out and let them go up the road But I think if he looks looks back at it now It's a very hard one to defend And, And I don't care if it was any other player in the park If it's a Hibs player or, You know It's always people think Oh you're picking me This is about last night Any player at all I'd have said That's a red card Is he, is he not getting fed up with this though? I mean Stephen Gerrard He's witnessed his team go To Taster Road he's, he's told us a wee bit His game plan It's worked He's got another clean sheet Yet You know One of the first questions He's getting asked Is about his striker And should he be sent off again And it was the same at Tannadice And, and you think he obviously wants to speak about the good things And it's not the media's fault People say, oh well, the media shouldn't be asking It's an incident and a big incident in the game The questions have to be asked It's the player's fault for continuing to offend in that way 0141-951-1025 Perfect time to get your call in We'll hear from you next You are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard 
Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 0141-951-1025 to join in You can tweet as well At Clyde SSB Let's bring in Alan Who is a Rangers fan from the Gorbals Hi Alan Hiya, how you doing? Not Thanks for taking my call How are you? You okay? Yeah, I'm fine, yeah I just, uh, just wanted to speak about uh, Belias And uh, I mean I think Rangers really, really need him. Um, and I, just, I just don't understand why he makes these silly little mistakes. I really don't. He's such a talented player, and I just hope he doesn't let the Rangers team down um, by getting a, maybe a, a three-match ban now, um, because I think we really need him on the park um, just to get us over that line. Um, and I just don't understand why he does these silly little mistakes. Yeah, that'll be the fear, Gordon. Um, mm. We saw this earlier in the season with Tannadice. There was retrospective action. Now people will make a lot of noise and say, "Well, you know, it's, it's inconsistent, and there are other things that have have been let go, which which may well be the case." But nevertheless, once the player is in that situation, then you have to have the discussion and you have to leave yourself open to the possibility. That that might happen in the next couple yeah, of co- be, coming days. It'll be very interesting to see what happens in the next couple of days, Gordon. Um, Alan's point is. You know that Rangers need them now. Would, think, you, would you expect that? Would you expect retrospective yeah, action? Yeah, I don't. I don't think you can get away with that. I really don't, and I don't care who what player it is. If it was a motherwell player, I'd say the same. So I'm not. I'm not going against. But I've been the biggest fan on this show for Morelos since the start of the season when people were talking about get him out of the club, take the money for him. You know, he's this and he's that. And I thought you've got a better chance winning the league with a guy with the ability that Morelos has got in your mm. team. Now, I'm talking about last night. Um, yeah, he should have been off the part, and I'll be very surprised if he doesn't get punished for it. To but, be fair, let's remind ourselves of the process. If Kevin Clancy says that he did see it and he saw it all, and he saw the bit of it that would constitute the red, then that would be that would be the end of the matter. But there's that sort of get out, that bit that kind of confuses some people, frustrates other people. Whereas if he says that, yeah, 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 I saw it, but I didn't see the bit of it that, that would make it a red, then it can be looked at again. It would go to the panel of three former referees, and if they unanimously agree, uh, then that's where the, the ban could I th- come in. I, th- I think that the reason that they will look at again, Kevin Glancy apparently, now he didn't come out and say, it. I think it was Jack Rossi, his manager, said that he described it as two players coming together. Now, I don't think that's two players coming together. Um, eventually ends like that But uh, at the beginning I don't think it is But on Alan's point is I don't think they, they do need them right now Because I think they've got The the strength in that squad You look at the options that he's got to come in But he has a big miss Because he's one of their best players mm. And and I don't care You keep talking about guys like Ruth And you know And come and like say Eaton And people like that And Defoe's there as well but Morelis is a massive player for Rangers. He really is. Now, he won't be a big miss. It may be a big miss um, in the fact that he's not there, but winning the league, it's not going to make any difference because the quality that Rangers can put in there. But you don't want to be in that situation as a manager. You want all your best players available. You don't want them sitting in the stand for an hour three games. So Alan, I mean, you, you, you're a Rangers fan You referred to it as a kind of silly mistake You don't know why he, he does these things I assume you think that was a red then You don't think there's much debate to be had last night It was a red card It was definitely a red card I mean it, I'm saying it from my heart it was, it was a red card It should have been sent off And I just don't understand I just I just can't work him out It's like I say I think personally I think we really do need him um, I'm sure we'll still win the league anyway But 
I mean, there's always that doubt when, he, when he's not there. I, I don't know. I, I just, I just, I see him on the park than off the park. That's my opinion. Yep, I'm sure that uh, lots of Rangers fans would go along with that. Thank you to Alan in the Gorbals. Um, people, I, I don't know what's happening here. So just for the avoidance of doubt, people keep tweeting in and saying, "Why are you singling out Morelos? Why? What about Darren McGregor? The guys have both said they also think Darren McGregor should have been sent off. Do you want to repeat it just for the avoidance of doubt? Yeah. Yeah, it should have been. Yeah, but uh, again, it's it's callers and and Rangers fans at that are coming on and and saying it was a red card as well. We are commenting on Go- it and giving it Go- a point. Gordon, the reason they shouldn't say that is because I've criticised a referee for once this season. So it shows you how much I thought the referee got it wrong last night. Mm. And people are also asking, you know, well, hasn't the compliance officer left her post already? The, the compliance system is still in place, though. There, there is still. It's not like things are just going to be shut down um, The compliance system is there The procedure will still kick in And by the way I know everyone likes to get here Maybe nothing more will come of this Maybe we've heard the end of it You very rarely hear the end of things In Scottish football Can be a great job to have The compliance officer in Scottish football <laughs> Imagine that I wonder if they're advertising Daz you'd be You'd be a good Yeah, yeah I'd be fair. Just bag the referees every time yeah. I didn't bag them tonight First for everything right Aussie's a Rangers fan in London Hi Aussie Hi Gordon uh, and panel. What I want to understand is why is everyone, in particular Rangers fans, um, automatically stating that Morelos intended to do that stamp uh, last night? If you look at the replay, um, particularly the replay that is looking at it from side on, I think it's you know there's a strong argument that all that Morelos is trying to do is to trap the ball with his studs. I ask everyone to look at the replay again. His eyes are transfixed onto the football and the football spins away and Morelos lands on the exactly the point where the football was. He's trying to trap the ball with his studs. And I really don't understand why Rangers fans are calling in to lay into one of our own, especially after the disgraceful comments. Uh, See, this is, know, this is the thing, Ozzy, right? This is, this is where I sometimes... I don't maybe I don't understand that side of the debate because I'm not right in the middle of it. Which Rangers fan has laid in to Morelos? The guy who's just been on said he likes Morelos, he thinks he's a very important player, he thought it was a red card, and he would rather have Morelos on the pitch than not. How is that laying in to Morelos? Hey, lay, laying in might be a bit strong, but I think he was saying, Why does he do this? He needs to get this out of his uh, you know, get get this take this away from his game, that sort of stuff. I'm telling you, my my opinion, and I might be wrong. But my, there's a strong chance there that Morelos was trying to trap the ball. Okay, I'll put that to the guys, Gordon Deal. I think what what is worth bearing in mind, not to say that 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 means Aussie's right, it mm. is things are always a little bit different when they're slowed down. But I don't know if that if we if we focus on uh, that too much. Look, I've no problem Aussie coming on and and putting his point of view, Gordon. I don't buy his point of view. I think he's he's wrong. Um, you know, but if that's the way. Aussie seen it then that's fine for him but I think that uh, in my in my experience and being in this game I th- I really do and as I don't care if it's Rangers Celtic doesn't matter what player it was I think that is a red card all day long and I don't buy the excuse he was trying to trap the ball with studs the problem with the the notion of intent Mark Wilson is You'll never really know Aussie th- thinks he can read The eye line of Morelos Which is fine And you guys think You can read the eye line of Morelos And come up to a different conclusion We'll never uh, really know about yeah. intent But what, what's yeah, the Yeah well 
Wait, what was his argument? If if he thinks that that's Morelos trying to trap the ball, I think Rangers have got a bigger problem with his ability than his discipline. Because if a professional footballer is that far out for trapping the ball at his feet, then you've got a problem. So that's the argument with that. Um, I get people who, Rangers fans particularly, who love Morelos. They will defend him to the hill, no matter what he does. They'll make excuses or try reasons about, he, he's trying to put his foot down, he's trying to trap the ball. He didn't elbow him, it was an arm. And I get, but there are some things that are blatantly in front of you in the screen that you have to hold your hands up and say, that was a red mm. card. There's, that's it. Aussie, that Aussie's not line. having it though. No, no, I'm not. I, I'm not having that. Uh, and you know, I, I think the comment about uh, you know Morelos's ability there is a bit is, is a bit wider than mark. He's he's amazingly uh, talented, especially with his touch. Uh, I, I want to end by saying that for, for the avoidance of doubt. Listen, I don't listen I'm not saying that, Aussie. You're the you're the one that was saying he was trying to trap the ball. My opinion. I think Morelos. Is an incredibly talented player My point is If you think that was him Trapping the ball And he's that far out You've got a problem If you can't trap the ball And you're that far out Mark watch the replay again That's all I've watched that a lot Can I make a final point Gordon Go for it In in my opinion This stamp is just a moot point Okay Okay. And I know I know you mentioned it earlier and you probably don't want to get into it and I understand it I'm not going to get into it but the comments on Hibs TV is symptomatic of the, the the absolute witch hunt that Morelos has been under since he arrived in our game. This is this is a Colombian lad, barely speaks a word of English. He comes from an impoverished background. He does so much good work for his people back in Colombia. And look at the abuse he's had from fans, pundits, uh, the media since he came into this game. He he's been racially abused. Aberdeen fans have held a, a banner at one of the matches insulting his mother. Uh, he's had hot. Uh, cups of coffee thrown at him at Motherwell. I, I mean, this, this is um, just this. This stamp is is nothing compared to the abuse that Morelos has had. Was he? See, the thing is, right? I, I I think what gets lost here a little bit. I am not disagreeing with a single word of that. I fully back you. I bet there are people out there who do have a wit chunt against Morelos. I, I'm sure there are. I bet there are people who go way too far in their criticism of him. But. You should still be allowed to then look at that incident last night And ask quite innocently Do you think it's a red or it's not And if you think it is a red That doesn't mean you're a Morelos hater Or you're anti-Columbian Or you've got it in for Rangers We are allowed to just look at those incidents And ask people what they think of them surely That's fair enough And that's all the guys are doing And the guys, are, the guys, aren't, the guys aren't making any Widespread generalisation about Morelos's behaviour Or... Rangers as a club or anything They're just watching an incident As a football fan And saying I think that was a red card But it, it, it kind of It always spirals out of control I, And I don't Really know how we stop that But anyway Thank you Aussie In London 01419511025 um, So many football points as well I'm sure we will take more p- calls on uh, Morelos Darren McGregor Feel free What about this Barcast situation? Hmm. Neil Lennon It's an interesting one I wonder if the Celtic fans Have got anything to say on that one I didn't really expect Neil To come out and say that I mean I was surprised When I saw Scott Bain Just purely because Like you said at the top of the show Barkas Seemed to have been given The vote of confidence And it seemed like He would be the goalkeeper Until the end of the season That decision was made What has happened since the couple of games they played against Livy And the, the week that they had off Why make the change? Well, Neil 
has came to the conclusion that he's not up to the, the task of being Celtic's number one and Scott Bain comes in. It's a, a fairly strange one. I'll tell you what, we'll take travel and we will hear from Neil Lennon on the goalkeeping situation. Barkas dropped again. Scott Bain is the new number one. Celtic fans, what do you make of that? If you're not done with Morelos and Darren McGregor, you can keep them coming as well. Um, let's hear your thoughts on Scott Bain. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here 0141-951-1025 To join in at Clyde SSB on Twitter Let's hear a bit from Neil Lennon And loads of you really want to have your say On Alfredo Morelos and Ryan Porteous And Darren McGregor and Glenn Kamara Let's be honest We would probably do that until Four o'clock in the morning And still not get round at all So let's try and squeeze in some other things as well And I'm sure we will get back to it before Eight o'clock um, Scott Bain was in goals for Celtic last night Back to winning ways of course A 2-0 win against Hamilton His first game since November uh, With the five million keeper Vasilis Barkas Dropped to the bench Neil Lennon says though It will be staying that way for now What do you make of that? Let us know No I don't think Vazi settled You know he's not... Um, the presence at the minute that he can be I think he needs a bit of adaptation well more time I don't think he's up to the speed of the game here uh, and the physicality of the game uh, I made the decision to bring Scott back in uh, I think he's been knocking at the door he's done okay he's comfortable tonight so you know Vazi you probably see the best of him as we go along but not just at this present moment I've spoken to him on a number of occasions over the, the course of the season that we're we're hoping and expecting more from him as we go along. He understands, you know. Um, I think, you know, he is one of them that has maybe suffered with a bit life is at the minute. Um, and, you know, we, sometimes we take it for granted that these guys are just going to come in and adapt straight away. Some some take a bit longer and I think he's in that category at the minute. Yeah, very interesting points there from the Celtic manager. I was very surprised with that, Gordon. Didn't see that coming. It was not that long ago that Neil Lennon came out publicly and backed Barkas, said that, you know, he was the number one. He was brought here to play football. Uh, went to Ibrox, probably the biggest game of their season, and decided to go with him uh, when we were all debating, you know, would he stick with uh, Young Hazard? Uh, Bain, at that point, was third in line. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, uh, Bain's jumped to queue. He's become number one again. It just tells me that Neil's got a situation with three goalkeepers. And to be quite honest with you, I don't think he can trust any of them. Uh, and he's just decided to go with Bain because he's played probably the most in Scottish football and decided that's what my number one's got to be. I just find it very strange. And, and, and a goalkeeper as well. I can't farm out... He's not up to speed with the game. I don't. I. I can't farm the comments out with Neil. But look, he's under pressure. He's got to make big decisions, and he's decided to make that decision, and he's got to stick by that now. But it'll be really interesting to hear what the Celtic supporters thinking of. The same it does because you know when Barkas came in, I, I think we were all in agreement that Barkas hasn't lived up to his five million pound price tag. You know he's. He looks weak in some games. He's very rarely made a save that you could stand up and say, wow, what a save, what a contribution he's made today. Um, so to chop him change between keepers all season, I think is very strange for any club anyway. You know, to, to go to a young keeper, to go to Bain, to go back to a young keeper. And then at the turn of the year, Daz is right when Celtic go to Ibrox and Barkas is in and you think, yes, he's backed mm. him. That's it. That's going to be his number one. 
But to go three weeks down the line uh, Like I said there What has happened since last week at Livingston yeah. Now the two goals against Livingston Would you say Barkas was at fault for any of them? Not me, no I, I wouldn't have kept a clean sheet before So what's what's made this change? Mm. And Scott Bain Remember Scott Bain in the cup final had to, had to sit it out Had to suck it up now he's been thrust into number so one. Is it, the, is it the timing and the circumstance rather than... Because I think a lot of people don't think Barkas is up to it at the moment. So yeah. that, that in itself is not necessarily controversial. Um, but, but the way it's played out, the 30th of December. The 30th Good. of December, Neil Lennon says, we've got big games coming up. I want Vasilis to play in them. He's number one. I want him to play. Um, Vasilis hasn't shown what he's all about. He's capable of doing that. Um, so this is before the Rangers game. Celtic then play Rangers and face zero shots on target. They then play Hibs and Livingston And Barkas is isolating So he's not even anywhere near the game They play Livingston Bit of debate Maybe could they have done a bit better Not for Mark Wilson And, and then he's bombed last night Gordon So what, what, where, where is the big, where's the big mistake come Or what has changed this run of games That he was supposed you know, to begin You said the statement there about He's not been up to it lately I don't think Barkas I hate having a go Because it sometimes takes you time And Correct, you've got somebody coming into a different country The situation which is going on in the world just now It is maybe hard to settle But I don't buy up to speed um, You know, he's not been on his game He's not been on his game since he came in uh, You know, after about two or three games I think the Celtic fans made their mind up about him We're now, now this is why I'm saying not up to speed We're now nearly into February the season finishes in a few months' time. Mm. When are you actually going to go up to speed, and especially as a goalkeeper? Uh, all right, let's bring in Liam, who's a Celtic fan. Just while we're on the topic, Liam, what, what do you make of this, the goalkeeping situation then? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I've never ever the goalkeeper. I don't really want to kind of talk about the goalkeeper. All right, no because I, I, he's not used to it. I, I just want to, really, I don't know, is it Gordon Mark? Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, I want to speak to Gordon. I mean, Gordon... I can barely get myself out of bed in the last six weeks. Well, I can't know what's been happening. I mean, I thought I, I, I thought ten in a row was a gimme. I, I thought we had it. But uh, then my wife she coaxed me out of bed. Then I hear we've sold one of our best players, Frimpong. I mean, Gordon, it can't get any darker. I just I'm never wet saying Gordon. I, I honestly, I just what's happened to my club? Yeah, I suppose Frimpong is the other big story of the week, Gordon DL. What um. I'm trying to think Were you here on Tuesday? Yes I was yeah. So Mark Get your take on it first Because we've not heard from you On it yet um, uh, Listen I was a fan of Frimpong I, th I thought he, he's got uh, Exceptional potential Don't think he was Particularly on it this season You could say that For any number of Celtics players But I would have liked to have seen him At Celtic for a number of years But like, like everybody else You bring a player in for 300 grand And within a year And what a year and three months Or a year and four months Sell him for uh, 11 million pounds You cannot argue With that bit of business um, Some Celtic fans Will see it as uh, You know A lack of You know Looking forward And developing this player This player could be worth Even more But Look Celtic are in a position Like every other club Where Money is going out the door Rapid And it isn't coming in Through the turnstiles They have to make money somehow And when you're getting offered The 11 million Reportedly 11 million pounds for uh, a right back <laughs> yeah, You take it You know So I think it's Decent business From a Celtic point of view Yeah I agree I said on Tuesday night I, Listen I was a massive fan of the boy I loved watching him When he came on the scene at first I couldn't 
speak highly enough of him uh, just the way he went about his football like as Mark said there most Celtic players this season definitely a, a dip in form where it be confidence where it's just the fact team come under a lot of pressure um, I don't think it's down to Celtic I think the money's t- great if he plays and the add-ons come together and it is 11 million that's terrific business but it tells me the boy obviously got an opportunity he could have stayed at Celtic but he looked at Germany and decided that he thought he would be better you know progressing his education in the game because he's still young he's not played a lot of first team football and he just sees that as a, a better pathway and you've just got to wish the boy all the best I don't think Celtic could do anything to stop it because it is good money the boys obviously made it known that he would prefer to go to the, the Bundesliga and obviously all clubs are happy with the, the deal. So I thought it was a I thought it was a good deal for Celtic. Yeah, 20, Sad to 20, see him 20 go. year old. I mean you, you get a player and, and and keep him for a year and a bit and sell him at twenty years old for that amount of money. It's great business and Celtic have been great throughout the years at doing it. Um of course the fans are, are getting to the stage they they wonder if it's if it's the right model but I mean you look back you know over the nine ten years it has worked incredibly well for Celtic um, but I wonder uh, how much of that money is going to be used for replacements this window and in the summer that's a big question Celtic fans will be asking uh, yeah I mean lots of people getting in touch on in fact the calls just disappeared I think but I know what it was going to be about the, the goalkeeping situation um, again most people are on that similar theme about just, just the timing what, what's changed so is that it then Scott Bain is he now the number one between now and the is this the beginning of the end for Barkas that would be the question I think on a lot uh, of people's lips yeah I think I, I think a lot of people will be saying it is Gordon um, I don't know if Celtic they'll put such an investment into the boy do you give it to the summer Um Address things Sit back See if the, there's a new manager Coming in uh, Could give the boy a lift It's a, a year in, in Scotland And time to settle in Because it is difficult And it's difficult for everybody At this moment in time uh, But there's nothing there That I've witnessed so far That convinces me He's the guy By next summer The start of the new season He's going to be Celtic's Number one goalkeeper But You've got to give everybody a chance. I don't think the Celtic fans want to give him a chance right enough. The the other bit about the comments was, you know, if he's not up to speed just now and Neil's, Neil's speaking like we, we'll see the best of him down the line, I would argue that it's probably better to stick with him just now then. And if you're 23 points behind, realistically, the title's gone. Neil almost conceded that last week. You play him, I think, to the end of the season. Let him get this bad form. Let him see uh, who he's up against, the league he's in, the grounds, the away grounds he's going to go to, and hope that when he comes back after pre-season training, he's a much transformed figure and he is the £5 million goalkeeper that you scouted. I think the big... Sorry, Gordon. I think the big question, Mark, is while Celtic... Everybody still thought, Celtic fans thought, if they can go to Ibrox and get a result... If they can go and beat Rangers at Ibrox, it could turn things. It could give them confidence. Look what happened to Rangers last year when they come back for Dubai and and Celtics, every hope was put on that one game. What did Neil Lennon do? Change the goalkeeper, come out and said, I'm going with my number one goalkeeper. That was, that was, <laughs> what, a month ago? 
And all of a sudden He's now been told That he's not up to speed I, I'm very surprised with this uh, Okay right I think it's time for this Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football Beat the pundit time We're here until 8 o'clock I've got a sneaky suspicion Just a small inclination That there will be more calls About Alfredo Morelos And Ryan Portis And Darren McGregor In the second half Of tonight's show Other big results Last night as well St Mirren fans Motherwell fans Feel free to get in touch Rangers are planning For the future as well A pre-contract uh, So we'll do loads of that In the second hour But beat the pundit first Your chance to win a sign ball If you can get past Mark Wilson Or Gordon Deal. And <laughs> I know that sounds easy But sometimes uh, You expect the unexpected 0141 951 1025 Call us Call us before 7 o'clock And it could be you Who plays beat the pundit next Tackle the headlines 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here We're here until 8 o'clock So loads of time for you to still get your calls in The start of the show Very much dominated by Alfredo Morelos On Ryan Porteous Darren McGregor on Glenn Camara The comments from the manager The comments from the pundits and you I'm sure we'll do more of that between now and 8 o'clock So if you've got thoughts Now is a good time to share them uh, Rangers pre-contract business getting done Celtics number one for the meantime Will be Scott Bain What do you make of that? Uh, and big wins for the likes of St Mirren and Motherwell Last night also So get the calls in 01419511025 And we'll play this first Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football Beat the Pundit time Your chance to embarrass Mark Wilson or Gordon Biel And win a signed ball In the process uh, Mark Wilson You've still got a 100% record In 2021 But you've only played one Yep Oh. Played one, one. Played one. Oh, well, what else can I do? Yeah, played so, two. Uh, we'll need to see what happens tonight. Uh, Craig <laughs> is phoning in from Neilston. How's it going, Craig? All right, not bad. Are you fancy your chances, Craig? Are you are you decent aye, when you play along at home? Yeah. Aye, aye. All right, okay. Who do you think's the who's the worst out of these two? <sighs> Got to be marking it. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 nice Craig, one. You must have switched off there when uh, Craig when when Gordon was telling you stats. Hundred percent, mate. I played one, one game. I seen you can only beat what's in front of you. Played one, one, one. <laughs> Honestly, there's a bit of a there's they're, they're starting to talk on Twitter. They're starting to say that Halliday is the new man to beat. Although Ray Ray's a hundred percent record this year as well. Mm, so okay, you two need to up your game. That's no, all I'm I saying. I can't right can up. What do you want me to do? One hundred one percent. Right, heads. It's Mark. Heads. It's Gordon DL. Tails. It's Mark Wilson. And it's heads. It's Gordon DL. I'm afraid. Oh, so Craig, you are lucky. Uh, you'll need to wait, Mark, to see what the record looks like in the future. Right, um, Gordon, you're in your wee. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. He's in his wee isolated <laughs> studio. Pressing all the buttons uh, Exactly Did I tell you what happened the other night And I've got, the good thing is He can't hear me anymore Right so I'll just share this with you He was caught Right From Because there's loads of windows in here The studio's at the other side Someone saw him um, Changing the channel on the TV And they, it was like You know when you're when your granddad's Trying to work with the TV remote And they thought What's he up to right And they've sent me a picture of it Now I've forensically studied this picture And I zoomed in And he appeared to be typing Channel number like nine six four or something on the TV in the studio. Now I don't know what he was looking for, right? Especially at this time of night. But that's that was the number on the on the not on, on the, on the TV. Does not surprise me. Anyway, uh, luckily none of that is on beat the pundit tonight. So Gordon can't hear us anymore. 
Craig, you should know the drill, but just a reminder 30 seconds on the clock. If you don't know it, pass quickly and we'll move on, okay? Okay. Right, 30 seconds, time starts now. Which club did Celtic buy Odson Edward from? PSG. What is Pep in Pep Guardiola shot for? Joseph. Who scored Scotland's fifth penalty against Serbia in November? Kenny McLean. How many clean sheets do Rangers have in the league this season? 17. How many penalties did St Mirren score last night? Two. Who did Jack Ross manage immediately before Hibs? Sunderland. How many games unbeaten are Livingston? Um, 11. Name any side in the entire SPFL that have a ship on their club crest. St Johnston. Okay, let's bring Gordon Dale back. Um, we're just going to get him set back up He's, he, You know he's panicking through there Craig He thinks that I've given you ages to answer the questions But he doesn't realise that we were chatting a bit before it Can you hear us? Uh, yeah it's it's now 20 past 7 No but we didn't start all We were yeah, asking okay. the questions all that time I was exposing you uh, Which is an interesting turn of phrase Ooh, actually nice. uh, Because you were, you know you're through in your, your own wee studio at the moment Yeah there's um, a sweat box You were caught the other <laughs> night um, One of my sources took a picture of you You were trying to change the TV and I'm a bit suspicious that the, 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 the <laughs> what channel are we on? The channel number looked <laughs> awfully high. Sky Sports News isn't up that far. Oh, so it, was I don't bit, know, it was a bit embarrassing. I don't know what you were looking for. Uh, um, and I think three, ten uh, minutes. I think, <laughs> I think we better save it for another time. Right, and Craig's not bad, by the way. Uh, okay. Out, out. Very good. Very yeah, good. Right, 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 here. Same set of questions to you. You ready? Yeah. Let's go. What club did Celtic buy Odson Edward from? Oh. What is Pep in Pep Guardiola shot for? Pepper Who <laughs> scored Scotland's fifth penalty against Serbia in November? Ken McLean How many clean sheets do Rangers have in the league this season? Seven How many penalties did St Mirren score last night? Two Who did Jack Ross manage immediately before Hibs? Sunderland How many games unbeaten are Livingston? Ten Name any side from the SPFL that feature a ship on their club crest A ship? Mm-hmm. A broth Okay, uh, Craig, how do you think that went? Not bad? Uh, not Happy bad with it, right, okay, let's find oh, out I'm in trouble Yeah, you are, you're in deep trouble Deep, deep trouble um, Oh, thank you very much Which club did Celtic buy odds and Edward from? PSG Oh, so much 1-0 uh, What is Pep in Pep Guardiola shot for? Pepper. Did you just say Pepper, like, yeah. like the pig? Yeah uh, <laughs> It's. I'm going to give Craig, he hmm? said Joseph So, yeah, uh, Josip, yeah, Josip yeah, Oh, Joseph. oh, oh Whoa, whoa, the boat. No, uh, the, no, the boat question was later on. Oh, right, okay. uh, 2-0 to Craig. Who scored Scotland's fifth penalty? Kenny McLean. You both got it. Uh, how many clean sheets do Rangers have? Seven. Are you serious? We just spoke about it earlier on. It's 20. Seven. <laughs> what where did that get? Oh, seven goals I'm talking about. What do you mean? Oh, seven goals conceded? <laughs> oh, right. Well, that wasn't the question. That wasn't even remotely the question. Oh, God. How many penalties did St. Mirren score? Two. You both got it. Jack Ross was Sunderland. You both got it. Uh, so Craig is still two in front. Oh. How many games unbeaten are Livy? It's 12. 12 now? Uh, so I said 10 a week ago. Name any side from the SPFL that featured a ship on their crest. You had various choices Hibbs, Morton, Clyde, or Stranraer. None of you got it, which means it's a five to Craig and only a three for Gordon Dier. Oh, well, well done, Craig. Done, Craig. Oh, well played. Oh, shut up Well played <laughs> Overjoyed there you know nah, He's I playing mean? it cool I like that Because he knows He just did the business He's just going to In and out He's got the ah, Sign ball brilliant yeah. Craig well done Stay on the line uh, Callum will get your date You're having a mare this year I won on Tuesday But I didn't follow it up With a good victory tonight Three uh, Do you know something Gordon If you read out the questions Properly The Rangers won I'd have probably got that 
What, what, what confused you about how I many how many clean sheets the Rangers uh, have in the league this season? Okay, I was thinking how many goals they conceded. You're trying to blame me. Yeah, I'm try, well, I'm trying to blame anybody. I think lockdown is getting to you. I think this wee room's not been good for me. Are you are you all right during lockdown? Because I know you know it's tough for people. And we like to make a joke. I'm just making sure you're getting on all right. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm just. Uh, on my I just wonder if you were out of sorts And that's why the Beat the Pundit Performances uh, have been so poor see, 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 I think I've been to Dubai See since the turn of the year I've been poor <laughs> I think I've been over yeah, I think been I've been off, married off again I think I've been in honeymoon You know you spend <laughs> the, the, the silver lining If you can call it that Mark in lockdown Is you know where to go So you watch a lot more TV mm. Have you have you watched the Tiger Woods uh, documentary uh, not The yet. latest one Not yet No. Get on it That's yeah. my recommendation yeah. for tonight Two parter yeah. Magnificent yeah. It is brilliant Okay. And then, then I'll put, give you a tenner put, If you answer a question I, I, Where I'm going I, for my 60th I, I put Gordon Dale onto it You enjoyed it right? Brilliant But I, it was quite funny We had crossed wires right So I was saying to him You need to watch that You need to watch the new Tiger documentary And he's going Oh what channel's on I've seen Sky documentaries He gets that and he's stick obviously mm. um, And he's going Oh I, that sounds good Is it good I'm going brilliant Oh you'll, you'll not regret it Really really good And he's going So is it up to date uh, Yeah yeah It's got all the up to date stuff And so on and so on And the conversation went on And on and on and then he goes, so did he get pardoned by Donald Trump? He thought I meant Joe Exotic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. God, oh, God. 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 I had managed to not mention any golf terminology. Uh, I was just speaking so general and he thought it was uh, Joe Exotic. Yeah, so I did. And can I just say happy birthday to my wee granddaughter, Olivia? She's two today. <laughs> Where's that came in? Because I, I completely forgot. Because I forgot. Because I was going to take her at the zoo to see the tigers. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, Olivia. Fair enough. Yes. Hope uh, you had a good day. Happy birthday. Um, this time, she'll be struggling oh, to get to sleep. Stick you on, and she'll be she'll be zonked. Right. Um. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Let's bring in Thomas, who's a Celtic fan. Thomas. Um. The guys a bit before the news were talking about Scott Bain being back as. Celtic number one, Barkas out. Is that are you happy with that decision? Uh, hi Gordon, hi Gordon and, and Mark. Uh, first of all, uh, where's Scott being? Gordon, Scott being's coming for the wilderness. Now, but me and the public came out a few a few weeks ago and said Barkas was his number one. He wasn't getting dropped anymore. Now the game against Livingston, the, the, the goal Livingston scored. I don't. I know the public say Barkas could have said Barkas could have said that. I've never seen Barkas make a make a save yet since he came to Barkhead. I don't I, I don't think he's worth five million <clears throat> as I'm saying the show a lot a lot of things, you know, but what what happens if, if Bain happens to make another another mistake? Is it will that be Bain out? And somebody else brought brought back in. I just feel that some 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 of his decisions have just been at and obviously he's contradicted himself Numerous times Well it's an interesting question About if Scott Bain goes in And makes a howler What happens then And if I'm honest I think the three goalkeepers Must be thinking the same I think usually with goalkeepers You get some leeway You get You know Even if you have a bad game You get You know Some form of trust And and you maybe get a couple of games To redeem yourself The way it is at Celtic at the minute Um you know, it's chopping and changing so much. I think if you look at Barkas, I think Barkas played around about 20 games or so for Celtic this season. Bain, around about nine. Hazard, I think seven perhaps. It's very unusual that to find that at a club where none of them have been out an extended period with an injury. Um, 
It's like Daz says earlier I think Neil's looked at the three goalkeepers um, Doesn't he quite fancy any of them You've got to say Can't quite trust any of them But unusual um, The comments a couple of weeks ago That he puts Barkas in hmm. He's almost retracted them A couple of weeks down the line When you've got to say It hasn't been his worst period Barkas You know I Missed two of the games Missed two of the games The Livy game at home um, uh, You know Ibrox away No shots and goal Unfortunate goal um, I know Thomas is saying he, he thought he could have done better With the Livy goals I mean It wasn't a howler You've got to say um, I, I'm scratching my head Why Or what's happened In the last week From Livy Away To to last night And why you change things I'm literally watching you from behind And you're scratching your head I was scratching my head <laughs> <laughs> But I I Thomas, can I ask you a question? You said there about Livingston. Um, you should. Have, what, what one are you talking about? Because I don't the think the, 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 the what one? Kieran Brown header. Uh, the first one, the Kieran oh, Brown header. No chance. No, I'm not having that. I think his defence. Well, I, I think he. I, I think he could have saved that. No, I've never made. Uh, honestly, I've not seen Barkas make a no, decent save. No, I totally agree. I'm not his biggest fan just now. Uh, but I've got to cut the lads some slack. I thought the defending was rubbish first and foremost, and I thought the header was a good header. That you know, I I don't blame him at all for that. But I am astonished by the when I seen the team last night. I could not believe. What I was looking at, and then when I heard Neil talking about, you know, that he's not settled and he's not up to speed and physical reasons, and you're thinking, this is a guy that he went to Ibrox in the biggest game of the season and backed him and said, he's my number one goalkeeper, he's here to play, that's why we paid the money for him. So I don't know what's made Neil change his mind so quick and then leapfrog Bain from third choice at that point into mm. number one now. I know it's tough to predict the future, Thomas, but we'll do it anyway. What do you read into this? Do you think this is the beginning of the end for Barkas, or can he still come back from this at a later date? No, I think it's. I, I honestly think it's the beginning of the end. God, I mean, I mean, we paid five months. I don't, as I can said, countless not sure. I don't think he's he's worth five million at all. Mm. Uh, never, never worth five million. But I, I think I just feel it's maybe kind of. What does Jordan Hazard feel about this? You know what I mean? Ben's come in for nowhere. Ben's come in for, for the wilderness and he got put in last night against the... Uh, for a game, you know. Yeah, but that is another side to it, Mark. But to be fair, Connor Hazard at least played the games when Barkas was... Was out, was isolating or was out due to the issues. So maybe Neil Lennon looked at the the home game against Livingston, um, the home game against Hibs, particularly Hibs equaliser as yeah, well, yeah. and thought, okay, well I've had another look at Hazard, so at least there's that. But but um, Barkas hasn't really been involved greatly since those comments backing him to now. I think yeah. that's that's the bit that Thomas is. And uh, like, see if I was Scott being as well. Daz makes a good point. He goes from number three to number one. I'd be. Uh, if I was Scott Bain And I've said this a number of times on the show I would have had Bain and Ibrox And I, I don't think he's done anything glaringly wrong well, He's I'd made mistakes as well he's, he made a, he's, he's made a couple of mistakes But I think he's looked a, a lot more comfortable in command But I'd be, I'd be scratching my head if I was Scott Bain Going I mean What did I do to deserve to be put to number three And then what have I done To deserve to go from number three to number one You've done a lot of head scratching tonight I think (laughs) (laughs) This show's sponsored by Head and Shoulders tonight Other shampoo brands are available obviously Thank you to Thomas Let's bring in Scott 
uh, who's a Rangers fan. What is on your mind tonight, Scott? Uh, the Alfredo Morelos is on my mind. Um, I've been on here at least, I reckon, three or four times about Alfredo Morelos in the past year. And I think it was mostly when maybe Hugh was on the the panel. And I, I don't know if you remember, but at one point I said that if he scored three against Celtic, I still wouldn't be happy because I just can't take to the boy. And, it's, you know, I got asked the question, was it personal? I don't know if you call it personal or no, but I don't like watching Rangers anywhere with Alfredo Morelos playing the team. We're, we're on, I sat down to watch the game last night. This sounds very extreme, Scott. I mean, seriously, Rangers are 23 points clear. He scores the goal that wins the game last night, and you don't enjoy seeing him play for Rangers. I don't watch, I do not, I, I, I've, all my family and all my friends all know. I don't like watching Rangers with Alfredo Morelos. Alfredo Morelos shouldn't have even been on the park last night. He shouldn't have even been on to score the goal. Now, 100% it was a sending off. Only the referee never seen that. A compliance officer is going to review it. He's going to get two or three three games. That's that's a fact that's going to happen. He deserved it. I've been saying for long enough, and he's been a liability. He's always going to be a liability. We played a good Hibs team last night where we should be talking about a good result. And once again, it's about Alfredo Morelos. There was a previous Rangers caller on saying that we need Alfredo Morelos for the rest of the season. No, we don't. No, we don't. We've we've got players who play as a different team now. We might have needed them in the Rangers team of old last when Gerard came in the first year and year and a half. The Rangers team mm. that now does not need Alfredo Morelos. See, to be fair, though, right, Scott, because the guys, if we're talking isolated incident last night, the guys agree. I think. Most people do they, they think it should have been a red card But but you clearly have something against Alfredo Morelos You're admitting it as much yourself Now if an opposition fan had that Or one of the panel uh, were that strong about it Rangers fans would be generally up in arms How do you as a Rangers fan get to that level Given all the goals that he scored for you? I, I, I really don't know how we get to this level But I'll give you an idea I'm 53 year old and watch Rangers all my life right? And never... In all my life, have I ever watched a Rangers team where I don't want a player in it? And I can't wait till Morelis gets sold because I'll be one of the happiest <sighs> Rangers fans out there. Mm, this is this seems very extreme, Gordon. We, I think you all think it should have been a red card last night, but he's, he's done a lot of good things for the club. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Morelis. Um, I know that um, obviously Scott isn't, but that's his opinion. I think he brings a lot to the team. Yes, I'm going only on the incident last night. He should have been a red card. No doubt of that. But he stayed on the pitch. He got away with it. And sometimes when you get away with it, then you've got to produce something and he gets a winner. And, um, you know, that's just the way he is. Um, I'm not defending him, but I just think that for his talent, what he brings to the Rangers, his goals as well, I just think he's he's a very, very good player to have in your team, Gordon. Scott, I'm in an inundated here with sort of tweets along the lines of there's a witch hunt against Morelos, the media are out to get him, the authorities are out to get him. So surely at the very least the Rangers fans would sort of rally round and try and, and back him. How how can you not find that within yourself? Uh, well, listen, I, I don't watch Rangers be blinkers on I will I will back the Rangers the Rangers players. It's hard to back Alfredo Morelos. I realise I'm fed up watching the guy with his wee huffs. It's wee puffs. I mean, many goals he's actually scored this season anyway. It's not as if we need him. I'm just, all I'm saying is he ruins my night. I went to bed last night in a bad mood. I should have went to bed last night happy that Rangers beat Hibs. And I went in a bad, I, I went in a bad mood because of Alfredo Morales, because of what he'd done. And it's too consistent. 
Okay, well, 11 goals this season to answer your question. Thank you to Scott on the line, 01419511025. Plenty more time for your calls. <clears throat> a good teaser question coming up for you as well. Taking your calls on Scottish football, 01419511025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here, here until 8 o'clock. So loads of time for your calls. Still wondering where you, St Mirren, and Motherwell fans are. Some massive results for you last night. What did you make of it? Um, we're going to hear from the Bournemouth boss as well Because Rangers have got one over the line On a pre-contract from Bournemouth Looks like another one will follow At Celtic closing in on a pre-contract arrangement of their own So both teams planning for the future Let's bring Kyle in Belfast in first Hi Kyle Hiya, how are you doing Gordon? Not bad at all Gordon, I'm just phoning up to I actually can't believe what I've just heard from that previous caller I tend to agree to an extent A Rangers fan with his team, our team, sitting 23 points clear at the top of the league and he doesn't enjoy watching a Rangers team because of Alfredo Morelos. Morelos has been our most important player for the last, what, two, three years. He's carried us in big European games, big European goals, broke European records. Um, and all of a sudden, because of a wee bit of petulance that he has now and again, that we all know he does, he can't enjoy watching his team. I, I, I honestly don't understand I'm baffled I'm honestly baffled Yeah I mean I, I said on the call It sounded pretty extreme I tried to, to Sort of get to the bottom of it I, I don't really know If we If we got there um, I would imagine Scott is Possibly in a minority Of one Gordon who would go That, that far in And we're getting the usual oh, that, That's not a Rangers fan That's someone at the wind up well, Scott calls the show regularly To talk about Rangers So um, it's, it's, a, it's, it's quite the yeah, yeah, quite the disguise. If that's the case, um, <laughs> I, I found I found it very strange that uh, Scott felt that way. Way I know that sometimes, you know, you get players in a team, whether it be Rangers or whatever, and you think, well, they let us down now and again. But I just think that Kyle's right there. What what Morelis gives Rangers, he's been a terrific signing. Gordon, the goals that he scored, and even. I backed him when he wasn't scoring the goals because everyone was talking about team player and he was a different type of player. I think that Rangers are a far better team with Morelis mm. in it than not. The reason, the very reason we're even having this discussion, Kyle, is obviously because of last night. So what, what was your verdict then? If we take Morelos and Darren McGregor, two red cards, one red card, no red cards, what should it have been? I, I phoned in whenever... Um... He could have been sent off against Dundee United. And I said that um, basically these things happen in football. You either get them, you don't get them. One week you'll get sent off for it, one week you won't. It's just decisions in football. Should they have been sent off? Probably. Should McGregor have been sent off? Probably. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Morales went on, scored. Rangers win 1 0. In the history books, it doesn't say. Oh, Morales should have been sent off before no, he scored. Of, of course not, but but that that's just football debate, isn't it, Kyle? I mean, you you if you're saying yeah, he probably should have been sent off. You can understand why Jack Ross would then think, well, you know, a retrospective ban won't help me because he went on to score the winning goal. So I think that's that's understandable, is it not? I uh, like I said, uh, he probably should have been sent off. So he, he can't really complain either way, to be honest. And it was more just even without the red card, we see. I'm not comp- in any way comparing them ability-wise, but you see strikers like Diego Costa, Premier League winners, La Liga winners, Luis Suarez, Champions League winners. These South American players all have this same mentality. They're all street fighters. They all want to win. They sometimes go overboard with it. 
But with that, you have to take their ability as well. To be fair, Mark, that's one thing that I think everyone would would pretty much be on a similar page with. One way or the other, you can't deny the guy is box office. Yeah, Scottish sure. football will be a quieter place when he goes. It will be. It, it certainly gives us all something to talk about. But, I, I mean, what you can't take away from him uh, is his goal-scoring return. And he's been off the boil uh, a bit this season. But Rangers have supplemented up with Roof and E10 and Defoe. But still 11 goals. You know, it's it's not too bad the return. Still, some of the season to go, but I just wonder if it gets to the point. Stephen, even Stephen Gerrard thinks, you know, we should be talking about our team's performance rather than me dodging questions. If that's the right word, or or saying I haven't seen it yet. You know, every couple of months he can be doing without that. And I don't think I agree with Kyle. South American players have got this fire in the belly. I don't think you're ever going to get it out of Morelos. Stephen Gerrard's trying to sit him down Other managers have tried to speak to him It doesn't work He's going to have it for all his career And I just want it Maybe Rangers will say Yeah, it's worth kicking about Because you like stats I love in this season But 29 last 31 the season before 29 the other the smooth Exactly Alright, thank you Kyle 01419511025 uh, Bournemouth boss Jason Tyndall uh, Saying he expects Ndami Offabor To follow Jack Simpson In signing a pre-contract with Rangers um, Gordon, that's clearly planning for the future, yes? Certainly is, we, we touched on it on Tuesday night And obviously with Scott Wright from Aberdeen coming in, Gordon Once again, Rangers are getting their business done very, very early And uh, I think that's good management Yeah, let's hear from Jason Tindall on that Been aware of, of that for, for some time now It's been going on in, in the background I know Stevie, Gerard. Like Jack, I think it was uh, just over a year ago, tried to sort of sign him on loan. And credit to the football club for all the work they've done with Jack Simpson. Credit to Jack Simpson for all the work that he's also done during the times when he wasn't playing and he was frustrating. He stuck at it. He, he worked on his game every single day. And I think now he's got his rewards for that. It's a shame we're losing him. And at this stage, do you think Namdi Offerbore is likely to, to follow suit as well? I think so. With the, the conversations I've had with Namdi, uh, I think you know they are down the line on that one. Uh, I know it's a, a club that I think he would want to go and and play for. Is uh, not as far down the line as what what Jack is, but I think he's he's close to agreeing things to to also go to Rangers. And again, credit to the football club and everyone that's worked with Namdi. Similar market as well Mark Celtic closing in I don't think uh, It is actually done yet I think there's a bit to go But certainly getting there With um, a pre-contract For Preston defender Ben Davis And so like I say Similar market Similar arrangement Yeah um, It's a position for Speaking about the Celtic situation A position that Celtic Need to fill I don't think there's any Disguise in that um, Well documented The feelings in that area Where Shane Duffy's been brought To try and plug it um, The left back area Has been up for you know, debate also, and, and Ben Davies is somebody that can fill in these positions, so looks like it might get there um, uh, in the not-too-distant future for Celtic. It was always going to be very busy with regards to the game at Easter Road mm-hmm. last night and some of the talking points from it, Gordon, but it was a huge night of football, and I don't want to ignore uh, all the rest of it. The result of the night, one of you said it, I can't remember which yeah, Mark. one. Um, Dundee United won St Mirren 5, sometimes... Scoreline just shocks you Even if you thought St Mirren were going to go up there and win I think even the biggest St Mirren fans out there would say They probably didn't quite see that one coming Well especially after the weekend I mean that can take a lot out of you when you lose such a big game And an opportunity 
you know, drifts out your fingertips. But, you know, to go to Tannadice as well, Dundee United been up and down, but what a performance it was. Now, Mickey Mellon <laughs> is saying that the penalties were soft. Jim Goodwin, as any good manager does, says, no, they were right. Um, two very good penalties, but some of the other what goals. What was your take on them? Um, you know, I think the handball one, I think, was... Harsh on Warren very, very harsh. Does it even hit his arm? Because I mean, we're used to this debate about, you know, you making bigger or you not. He, he sort of jumps and his hands are kind of... Yeah, it, and his body, so up, he doesn't. Up, but in, if that yeah, makes sense, it doesn't make his body does any it, does bigger. It or hit, does it even hit his arm though? Because there's a claim to say that it perhaps I, just hits it, him in the I, side I, or the back. Listen, I thought it did touch his arm, but still harsh. Um, the other one, again, on the soft side. Um, I thought the defender just stood his ground, really. Um, but Jim won't complain. But he'll be delighted with how his players reacted because sometimes you can take your foot off the gas, especially when Harks puts that one in the top corner. His team go up the other end and score again Typical so typical pro-United bias from you, Mark Wilson uh, Let's bring in Stephen and Paisley You must have been delighted with that last night, Stephen Yeah, good evening guys Hope you're all safe and well uh, Yeah, absolutely delighted after Sunday's uh, disappointment uh, Just want to give a big shout out to Jim Gooden How the, the boys turned up last night And uh, on a great display And a big shout out to the young boy Well, I'm saying young boys there The two of the boys, Flynn, Ryan Flynn Coming back after that uh, crucial ligament damage After 11 months, had a great game last night uh, just really encouraged by the, the performance last night I just thought it was I, I wasn't looking forward to the game at all last night But done absolutely brilliant last night Great result Best results in 1984 First time I've scored five goals away in a league match since 1984 Who was that against? Dundee believe it or not oh, 7th must, of April 1984 Must be something about that city uh, Hold fire Stephen Because some good points there that I want to get back to But these two are going mental in here And it is my fault I forgot to give them their teaser So I'll give the question And then we'll get straight back to you Very quickly Eight Former Rangers players who have beaten Celtic in a competitive fixture as manager. We're looking for the last eight. So the last eight former Rangers players who have beat Celtic in a competitive fixture as a manager. All right, I'll leave it with you because Stephen made some good points that I want to address. Um, last night, Gordon. I mean, what can that do, confidence-wise? Because three points is three points, and it gets St Mirren in a nice position in the table. But when you go and Win so convincingly Does that Is it about more than The three points then And what that yeah. can maybe do for you Yeah I think I think it's more uh, More than the three points Because of uh, As Mark said there The disappointment They were so near To getting to a cup final And all credit to Livingston For their performance And then You go up to Tanadice A difficult place to go And you score five goals And you win the game convincingly I think Jim Goodwin Will be over the moon with that now, the Cup would have been a great bonus, Gordon. This season for St Mirren is getting away from that relegation trouble and that win will give them so much confidence getting into the next few games. Just Stephen's point there as well about Flynn coming back. His, contribution, back. his contribution for the last goal was terrific. Picking the ball up the halfway line, you know, running to the touchline, down the line and then picking the pass. Um, terrific performance from And Stephen I know there were penalties But you've got to be there To score them I think that's Jamie McGrath's Nine uh, of the season But that doesn't really Tell the full story Because it's his ninth Since mid-October So you know It took him a little bit To get going And since then He's he's been in decent Goal scoring form Yeah he has Yeah uh, two, two totally different Penalties again last night uh, Just uh, Real impressed with the boy Just now So yeah I'm, I'm well impressed I think everybody's Kind of taking a step back When Tony Fitzpatrick Said at the start of the season could be a top six finish I think I would be laughing at him but Oh that was my next question Are you starting to think about it? You must be looking at the table 
I've been thinking about it since the start of the season going. <laughs> I think about it every season, you know. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward. Well, the games have got in hand. I know we've got two Celtic games coming up within mm. 10 days of each other, you know, but. Uh, if we could get any of those games, the other games will take care of themselves, I think. Yeah, that portion of the table now looks very interesting. I think most people agree that Rangers, Celtic, well, I was going to say Aberdeen, and then, but Hibs are close by, and then how can you possibly discount Livingston? They are just one of the informed teams in Europe. Um, but if you look at the points total, so what, Livy are, Livy are 35, uh, Dundee United have played a game more and are back on 28. So really from Dundee United on 28. Uh, down to Ross County Who are 11th and 20 Only 8 points separating uh, 6th to 11th with, with all different amounts of games played Mark, Ross mm. County have played 26 Samir, you've only played 22 Stephen, yeah. so Do you think it, yeah. a couple more weeks And then we might see it settle a bit more? I think so, yeah uh, I, I would say maybe this time next month We'll have a good idea Of where, of where the teams are going You know, who's up, down You know, mid-tables and like that uh, but like I said These games need to just get played And get everybody back on an even, an even mm-hmm. keel So we've got a better understanding of the league You know But Still delighted with the result last night so. Yeah I must admit I didn't realise it was quite I didn't realise Ross County to St Mirren Four games difference Same Rangers mm-hmm. have played 26 as well um, Yeah It's an interesting looking table Mark Because it's Gordon I guess it's been shaken up a bit With that game last night How big a win was that for Motherwell? Oof, massive Absolutely is that, massive Is that a six pointer Can you call it that in January oh, Is that it's, it, it's more than that Because I think that a lot of people <laughs> It's more than that, that six yeah, pointer Are we talking eight I'm going nine right, um, okay. I think a lot of people Fancied Ross County Because of Their performance at home Against Aberdeen Mother Wolves Come off with two draws uh, Under Graham Alexander Looking for that first win They go a goal behind and I think what will please the Motherwell manager down, uh, especially down at bottom of the league, fighting relegation is the character of the players to come back and they deserve to win First it. First time they've come back to yeah. win a game this they, season. Motherwell will be okay, Gordon. We will still be in the Premier League next year. Don't worry about mm. that. I'm, I'm forecasting that. I didn't feel quite as confident about the, you know, this time. That, <laughs> the weather, six, man. Six, six o'clock yesterday, I wasn't <laughs> sure um, about that. We're fine, don't worry. Um, and certainly when Ross County took the lead. But Mark... Big win A couple of, couple of boxes ticked Like we said Coming back from, from a goal down To win it um, Graham yeah. Alexander's First game eh, first, first win, win sorry, yeah. First win In a long time For the team Even before he arrived So yeah Ticked a lot of boxes that no, one. And, uh, I've got to say that They are looking Better Just now uh, The new manager Bounce I don't know If that's a If that's a thing But I mean Stephen Robinson I was a huge fan of Stephen Robinson I thought some of the stuff Motherwell played under him Was great But Graham Alexander came in We've seen him at St Mirren They look decent Against Rangers uh, they looked much better And then what a result that is Like Dad says After Ross County beat Aberdeen And John Hughes The way he's got him playing I did fancy Ross County last night So fair play to Motherwell And as a man whose most famous header Came two inches off the ground What did you make of Bevis Mugabe Jumping higher than the crossbar To get that that winner I was going to give him goal of the night I've got to say But people would be saying oh, You're just sticking up for Motherwell Great header He went. Uh, that's what he should be doing um, he's got that ability in his locker, Gordon. Sometimes defensively, you can question him, but to go and really attack that ball, it was only got to be one winner. Ball in the back of it, two one, three points down the what's the name of the road now? A nine, A nine. Turn right at Perth, all the way home <laughs> to Motherwell. Fantastic night. Right, thank you, Stephen and Paisley. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Still time to join us, right? I set it up a bit late I feel bad Because you two usually need As much time as possible Eight former Rangers players They must have played A competitive game for Rangers Who have beaten Celtic In a competitive game As a manager Stuart McCall 
Yes, well done Motherwell 3, Celtic 1 Derek McInnes 13 yes uh, Jimmy Nicol No <laughs> Yeah No Yeah I said the last 8 Oh, last 8, sorry McCoy's stand there Yes yeah, he is. Yeah, I had my coach down. Or the mix. Aye. Here, here's McGinnis, one I don't. I think if you're going eat, I think I'm too. Terry Butcher. Yes, well done. Beat Celtic with Inverness in 2012. You're absolutely flying. You're four down, four to get. We'll get them next. Good time for you to get your calls in. Uh, there's been one topic that sort of dominated tonight. Will it be that? Will it be something else? Surprise me. Give us a call. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are into the final part of tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard which means they've got work to do on this teaser remember if you want to hear your question on the show the address you need is full time at Clyde1.com every night this week it feels not every night but most of them the crazy pony he sent a big batch of questions in and I've been working my way through them so if you think you can offer something similar that's the address you need tonight who are the last eight former Rangers players who've beaten Celtic in a competitive fixture as a manager so Derek McInnes with Aberdeen Stuart McCall with Motherwell Terry Butcher with Inverness and Ali McCoy with Rangers Has Ian McCall won? No Poor shout Poor shout Yeah Take your answers to your cell in there Yeah Can I To everyone listening at home I'm going (laughs) to let you in On a wee behind the scenes secret right So I've told you before Earlier in the show That Gordon's not in the same studio He's through another studio We're all being safe And he's through the window Uh, So Mark Wilson Was trying to communicate with him And he's trying to think You know what else We've got McInnes and McCall Butcher all the ones from here So Mark wrote the word Foreign On a bit of paper In big letters And held it up to the window To which Gordon replied I've never heard of him Can you believe that? What That's chance what is he? Is he one of the answers? Name. That's not someone's name. It was I an instruction. It's tinted windows. I can't see him. What about, what, about, what about Gus McPherson? Is he foreign? No, but. All oh, right, no, he's not on the list. Oh. Lee McCulloch? Mm, oh. No. Mm. Alan Johnson? Nope. I'll give you a clue. Two are foreign. Uh, De Boer. What one, no? Uh, both of them Ronald? No Frank. <laughs> Yeah Frank uh, Beat Celtic with Ajax in 2015 So you've got three to get One is foreign Two are not And we're going back The furthest back is 2006 Alright uh, Yeah that's, uh, that's your Playing career Mark. How do you know? I think so 1995 <laughs> To you When I used to play Right Stevens and East Kilbride What point have you got for the panel tonight Stephen? Hi, uh, cheers for having us on, guys. Um, my my point's all about Ryan Kent and how he seems to go missing. Mm-hmm. An awful lot of the time. They don't get me wrong, I appreciate everything he does for the club, but at the same time, bigger games. Yesterday, I think all I seen him really do was kind of step over the ball once or twice, fake one way, go the other, and he's been found out plenty of times. Plenty of times. <sighs> is it, he always is an interesting one, though, Stephen, because you, you watch him more than me, but... His numbers are not bad this season, are they? And then he had a very good game. Was it well the Ross County game? Would yeah, you um, put the game at Pataudry as yeah, well? Good, yeah. So you you perhaps been a bit harsh. You could call it being harsh. Or you could call it just well a, fan, a fan's perspective, mm. basically. Yeah. For seven million pound, you kind of expect a bit better. Plus, obviously, that seven million comes with a sell-on a sell-on clause as well. I'm sure. Come on. To, to be fair, Gordon, a lot of this it does that. You don't have to hear that as being a complete negative. There's a compliment in there somewhere because yeah. you always get the impression people feel like Ryan Kent can be that bit better. You know, they feel like he's got all the 
all the tools and, and sometimes wonder if, if they could see it more often or, or, or for prolonged periods in games Yeah I know where Stephen's coming from I don't think it is a criticism Gordon I actually said on the show on Saturday before the game and the teams come out about you know if Rangers were retaining the squad who would they sort of rest now? and I says to Alec Ray in fact about Ryan Kent and, Al- and Alec come out with all his stats and they are very impressive he goes and scores a header against Ross County so proves me wrong but I understand what Stephen's saying because he has got so much in his locker and sometimes he just he just goes through a game he does enough to, you know you look at him you think yeah He's had a decent game. He's not had a great game. He's not had a bad game. He's been in that middle, the 6 to 10 mark sort of thing. But I think it is a compliment to the guy. I don't think it's a, you know, people criticising him. He's got terrific ability. Uh, but Steven Gerrard seems to be happy with what he's doing and the stats. So um, it's up to the manager. Do we do this with wingers more often, Stephen? Because I seem to remember on this show, loads of people used to do this with James Forrest. Um, but James Forrest then, you know, his numbers were phenomenal um, for a couple of seasons. Ryan Kent's got six league assists. I think he's is he up to seven goals um, in all competitions. That's about one in five. So you would you still be looking for a bit more in front of goal? You do. You do. You just kind of want to see that end product a wee bit more. Like I said, the boy quite clearly has got fags ability, but... Here's the thing with, with wingers though uh, uh, You know you're right about the James Forrest comparison Because fans want to see wingers end product Every time they get the ball and get to the byline But if they did have that end product They wouldn't be playing in Scotland that's for sure They would be playing at the top of their game At Barcelona, Real Madrid And even these guys When they get to the byline They don't produce all the time Wingers are are there to light up the stadium and light up the fans and and entertain, but they can't do it every single time. But I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree with Stephen. I I can see where he's coming from. They want more from their flair players, but again, if you're Ryan Kent, I think well, my numbers aren't too bad at the same time. I'm going to guess one player that you are impressed with at the moment, though Stephen, is Glenn Kamara. He seems to be getting rave reviews from everyone that watches him. Honestly, the boys out. How we managed to get that man for £50,000 from Dundee Somebody needs to get a massive, massive pat in the back Yeah, I mean, Gordon uh, oh, the, I know you'll, you'll agree with the sentiment The fifty grand is you know, the, the Contractually, that that's what was you know, There was a, a, a circumstance there That Rangers were able to get him for fifty grand. Mm. I don't think anyone's saying He was only worth fifty grand, But can't argue with the impact he's having at the moment. Great, bit of, great bit of business. Um, yeah, I thought last night, I know Hollander got man of match on the TV, Gordon. I thought Kamara was brilliant. Um, he just seems to get better and better. He's become such an important player for Rangers. It's been a great bit of business. Where I was really impressed with them, and 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 you watch players in Rangers this season, they've had a lot, you know, they were talking Morelis, they are talking Ken at the start of the season, Tavernier, Barisic. Where I watched uh, Kamara and thought, well, this is a real deal. When he played with Finland, when he played international football, mm. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. You watch many Finnish games, do you? Yeah, quite a few, Mark. <laughs> Some Finnish stick. supporters. He's got one yeah, of his sticks, yeah. remember? Uh, one of, oh, so he does. Yeah. <laughs> he gets everything. No, listen, Kamara has been outstanding. See, when you, you look at it in comparison to value, it must be up there by, with the best signings there's, there's been uh, in Scotland because 50 grand for the return he's gave you. You know, Daz is saying he's seen it with Finland, European games. I, I, I watched him and thought, yeah, this boy can 
can mix and up then the last night's a different challenge because the pitch is really difficult but he still he did one of those players that seems to make it look quite easy yeah yeah everything is right he's, he seems to be getting more confident in forward areas as well you know he's added a couple of goals this season even last night the the passage of play where he went past a few players in the box and he squares it Rangers could have done better with the opportunity um, he's he's been a real standout for Rangers and, and a team mm. full of good performers this season uh, very quickly anything more on the teaser quick Quick, quick, quick. Uh, Stephen Presley? No. Nope. Oh. Uh, Van Bronckhurst? No. Nope. Uh, I'm struggling. Right, okay, we'll get back to you. Simon's a Kilmarnock fan on the line. Uh, what have you got for us tonight, Simon? Hi, guys. Yeah, I'm really concerned about uh, how Kilmarnock are uh, going on this season. I think if anyone that's listening wants to make a bit of quick money, don't go on the stocks and shares that's going on now and just put your money on Kilmarnock to get relegated this season because it's happening. We're sleepwalking to absolute relegation. It's a shambles. It's been a shambles all season. Alex Dyer is not a manager. He never has been when he was put in interim charge after we sacked Alessio, who, by the way, was in fifth place when we sacked him. He has the worst win percentage of any Kilmarnock manager in history, and that includes managers who have seen Kilmarnock relegated in the past. He can't make a substitution. He doesn't know what substitutions to make. He makes them too late. He's playing, constantly playing a guy in Mitch Pinnock, who is, it's not his fault, he's the worst footballer I've ever seen, but he is the worst footballer I've ever seen. He's got no attributes at all. See what you really think, Simon, don't yeah. sugarcoat it. Have you seen Motion? <laughs> and um, at the moment, I actually got a quick question for, for Gordon and Mark. Um, the players wanted Alessio sacked because apparently they didn't like him. A couple of players didn't like him. They wanted... Alex Dyer, because he's the manager that they wanted. He's the guy that they like. I don't think I've ever seen a Kilmarnock team anyway who actually play for a manager they like. They wanted Gary Locke. They didn't play for him. They wanted Lee McCulloch. They didn't play for him. They wanted Alex Dyer. They didn't play for him. Why? What is that? Have you ever had a manager where you've maybe wanted a guy in? He's a, he's sort of been given the job. What is it that changes? Like, do you just give a little bit less because you know you sort of can get away with it? Or I just wondered if you've ever been in that situation and and why yeah. it changes. No, nah, I don't think players uh, think like that. Um, like, it's very very difficult to explain how teams, you know, play differently under different people's. I mean, managers. Sometimes I've I've witnessed even the training not changing, but just maybe the way the manager. Interacts and speaks to players Sometimes drags something else out of them Others may see a quieter manager And they don't get the best out of them So it's not all to do with, with football But for Alex that I mean It's been a very up and down season In terms of results for Kelly This year And and Simon I'm sure is frustrated Along with, with other fans at that Because they've never had a stage Where they've had a win And then built on it with another couple of wins It always seems to be a win Followed by a defeat Then another defeat Then a draw And it's it's been a bit Like that um, But Alex I, I still believe He's a very good coach Whether Whether Simon uh, Has got other fans That believe he's not a man well, For the You job. said he's a good coach But he's the manager I wonder mm. if that is where the I think the difficulty I, lies. I, I, I think it's a difficult in the dressing room, so. I think it's a difficult Jump Gordon I really do um, There's people That's got their strengths And by all accounts, Alec Dyer, as Mark said, there is a very good coach. Uh, but when you become the manager, you've got a lot of decisions that you've got to make and they're in real trouble. You've got to say they've had a poor season. Whether they're going to go down or not, I can't answer that, but they need to start turning their form around. The recent form, 
Simon, you would look at I think it's five is it seven points in the last five games. That's all right. That that would keep you up. What's making you think that it that it's worse than that? It's the performances. There's there's no there's no sort of bright lights. The game against Motherwell, Motherwell were on the you know a terrible run. Their manager was about to leave straight after that game, um, and we got quite lucky, I think, on that game. The Hamilton Aki's game, uh, we won. We won through Greg Kelty's brilliance. He was excellent that day. But um, Hamilton should have scored at least two and got the draw. If not three, they had a couple of really good chances. Yesterday it was coming. Uh, I, I wasn't even... When the goal went in, I know it was late, but all the Kilmarnock fans and Twitter and everywhere, we all knew it was coming. We'd all said it from the, the first half. The performances are just terrible. The, as I say, the, the tactics of the team are poor. We don't have a striker who's going to score goals. And that's the main reason why I think we're going to go down because, you know, we brought in George Oakley. He's not a prolific goal scorer. We have Danny Whitehall, who yeah had a little purple patch for two games, but apart from that, he's he hasn't looked like he's any any real any real decent about him. And he's and we've got Nicky Kabamba, who had a little purple patch again when he first signed, but has looked more like the National League player that we signed. So it's just a really really concerning. And then you see obviously teams like Dundee signing Jason Cummins today, and you think oh, obviously Dundee have got a bit of money, but we you know we've got rid of Brophy. We've got rid of quite a couple of other players, you know, in the summer. Yeah, Stephen O'Donnell, who would have been one of our highest earners, especially. Mm. And it just doesn't seem like we've bothered to replace him properly. Simon, we'll leave it there, but it's one to keep an eye on in the coming weeks and months, so make sure you stay in touch. That was Simon, uh Kilmarnock fan. Right, very quickly, three more in the teaser. Go. Neil McCann. Nope. Oh, that was mine. Right. Uh, well, well, no, the foreign <laughs> one beat Celtic with Ligia Warsaw. Remember that? No. Uh, I do remember that game Give the clue would, uh, Initials HB Henningberg Henningberg Well done Right the two Scottish ones This is easy Very good Man United <laughs> um, Man United Is that the clue? Who is the Man United manager? Please tell me you can get this Alex Ferguson Yes Oh. And the last one Mark An infamous day Oh Oh, oh I took cramp uh, Graham Roberts Superb, what a way to finish Clyde oh, against Clyde. Celtic, oh, Graham Roberts Well done, thank you Whoever texted you that, thank them as well <laughs> uh, That was Gordon Dale and Mark Wilson We're back tomorrow at 6 It'll be interesting to hear Hugh Keevans take on some of the week's biggest talking points Callum Gallagher is up next He'll look after you and we'll speak to you tomorrow Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors for an unpredictable world, talk to Thompsons.com.